way, chummers, I screwed up. Uh, I am terribly sorry about this, but hey, you know, once in a year is not a bad track record, I guess. Yeah, I'll just get right out of the way and let you guys get to the late episode and hang my head in shame. Do you have questions based upon the stuff that he's found already? Well, I'm thinking about the fact that some cameras don't belong to this place and that the controls form are, I guess, manual inside each individual tower, right? Well, I figured some of the cameras are going to be city cameras. Oh, well, yeah, around the place. I guess I was trying to find some way, and you would know more than me, to get all these things to link together. But we need to find some way to hit these things at the same time or have them go offline or take control of them at the same time. Or else we're going to have to do it and then do it like five more times or however many towers are until we, you know, and we can't fail or mess up or get caught. It's not like a, you know, we hit it and go. It's going to have to be hit, succeed, hit, succeed, hit, succeed because we're doing them all individually. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We'll have to figure out more. Um, well, I mean, with it's, it's kind of like an arcology. My biggest thing is how we're going to get physical access. I mean, we're going to have to buy a new sin for someone and. Are fakes in and, you know, they're an employee? Or are we going to break in? Because I don't think breaking in is going to be easy. Yeah, we're going to have to work on that, see what kind of... Oh, maybe get with Mary Sue. Maybe she could talk her way in and, you know, she could talk her way into anything. You just talk her way out of it, too. Yeah, I mean, maybe a quick way. The delivery company that comes in every now and again. Maybe that'll be a infiltration point. Yeah, I think there's got to be some weak way. I mean... Quick glance here, and I mean, maybe I'm being unfair, but this appears to be a giant arcology full of hippies. I mean, come on, how good security can they be? Guess, yeah. I mean, if you want to take out all their cameras, we could uh, hit the power plant that's probably in the basement. Yeah, that might work. I don't know. We've seen the outside of it. We've seen the matrix of it. I just really want to see what's on the inside. And there may be some big glowing weakness that I haven't even thought of that they just got lazy on or didn't think about. Hell. Maybe we could time one of those deliveries, see where that guy goes, see what they do. Yeah. yeah what do you think? Then let's assume that we can't get inside. How would you crack this little nut? Um, I would probably do the fake sin route. Spend a few grand on getting a fake sin, get a job there, make sure the fake sin has like a, you know, a PhD, but a, a, a master's in, I don't know, botany or something. Fresh, uh, fresh college graduate apply to their place and figure out from there. Not bad. Not bad. You're thinking. I mean, big problem though is it'll take a long time. I mean, hiring process is probably two weeks at least. That'd be burning our uh, lead time on just getting into the place. So probably delivery as a quick way employee. We'll have to do some research on them, figure out exactly their shtick. You want to give me a, uh, a matrix search on them? Five hits. Quickway is an even smaller company. It's not quite like family level, but go two or three steps over that. They have about five to seven trucks in various stages of operation. You know, like sometimes one's down, sometimes one's being light, that kind of thing. They have a few other contracts from what you can see that they service, but their main one is the Verdant Acres folks. What else would you like to know about them? Local to Seattle, I assume. So they have an office in Seattle. Whereabout in Seattle? They could be in downtown. The northern part of downtown, probably? Yeah. Five to seven trucks, I'm assuming 
maybe two dozen employees. Something like that. They're on above short-term contract work. Like if you're a person that has a a box truck as part of your thing and them in a busy season, they're not above like, hey, come work here. We'll supply you with stuff to move and you move it around, that kind of thing. At some point, Mama is going to bring you breakfast, simple, just coffee, eggs, bacon, biscuits. Oh, th- uh, thank you. Uh, can I call you Mama or do you have a name I should call you? Mama will be okay, son. I'm... I'm sorry about earlier. Not intruder in your house. I get it. There'll be a little ice pack on there, too. Thanks. I mean, I'm just glad you didn't use the knife. Oh, that would have been a better idea now that I think about it. It probably would have. Oh, come on now. This just... Mama, you know your bark is worse than your bite. Usually. She'll give you a big smile and a little pat off the shoulder of the head. And Now, you boys don't get up to nothing no good in here. Just common thievery. That's right. Just some good old boys. Never mean no harm. And then she'll just start walking on out of here. All right. Let's uh, hit the bricks there, man. Bricks. Doesn't that mean go to bed? I, I, I was not familiar with it. No. <laughs> I've never heard that idiom that way. Hit the road. Vamanos. Meanwhile, what's everybody else doing this morning? And who's actually getting up at a at a morning time still? I was wanted to check some stuff out. You mentioned something about wanting to just kind of spy on the place for a little bit. Before I do that... um. I was thinking, like, if this is is Snowham, this is Snowhamish, right? If Snowhamish is yeah. s- sort of like a, a, a humanus uh, stronghold, uh, and there are s- people living there who are not human, there's probably like a like a metahuman outreach center or something that she could probably check into, not far from the place. They band together to protect each other, kind of thing. There is a mothers of metahumanity. Perfect. Relatively nearby to the arcology, close enough that they would be aware of it and what's going on around it. There would be one definitely in the area, not like super close, just because this is a a big farming thing, so it's probably more in the farming area, where this would be more like a community center is going to be closer to where there's lots of people, that kind of thing. Okay. Boz is just going to like roll up to the Smothers of Metahumanity Outreach Center, community center, whatever it is. She's going to like look for someone to talk to. You're going to see a bunch of younger metahuman kids. There's even a handful of humans around, just because it's... Mothers of metahumanity doesn't mean that they don't want humans, too. Because after all, aren't they metahumans? What's this place look like? It's a small building. It's about three stories that look like it was maybe a church or something in an older time. Going inside, it's got a big open main area right after a small little lobby section. It's kind of broken off inside. So off on the one side, there's education stuff for younger kids. Over on the other side, it's for some older kids. And then there's some back areas that obviously you're not into. There's kids all over the place. There's a couple of adults kind of mingling about. Looking around, you will see there's no real uniform to the adults. Kind of volunteer and charity-run organization. Right. Does anyone, like, greet her when she walks in? After walking around for a moment, giving it the scan, looking around, trying to see what's up, a woman in the back will notice you looking around, and you'll see her start to make her way towards you through the mess of kids and other people, pushing stuff out of the way. And come up to you with a big smile on her face. Says, uh, hi, how can I help you? My name is Audrey. Buzz smiles, gives her the most genuine smile she can, which uh, sometimes looks more like a grimace than a smile, but you know. And she shakes her hand and she says, hi there. Um, I was actually looking for a little information. I, I don't actually live in the area, but uh, I got a, a job offer and I, I guess I have some questions about the area. I've heard a few things. I imagine you know what I'm talking about. She'll give a little bit of a smile like like that, oh, 
Yeah. Uh, sure. I have a office back here if you want to get away from all of the noise. Yeah, that would, that would be great. Thank you. And she will take you back through the mess of people. And then in one of the side doors, there'll be some more private areas back here, little offices, that kind of thing. She'll take you into one of those nice little place. It's got a soy calf machine. She'll offer you some coffee as she makes herself one. Yeah, and Madonna takes coffee. She's She settles into a, a chair across from the desk and sort of waits for her to settle. Take her a second to make some the soy calves, and then she'll put them down. Uh, so what can I uh, what can I answer for you? Uh, well, I guess I have a couple of big questions. You know, I, I got kids, and uh, I've heard some some rumors here and there about uh, this part of this part of uh, the metro. Um, I mean, I almost feel like it's a dirty word. I mean, it is a dirty word, but uh, humanus are they a, are they a thing around these parts? Sadly, there are a number of political clubs that are active in the area with people of that variety counted amongst them, yes. She's kind of ashamed, because, you know, she is human. And- Boz sort of recognizes that she's feeling a lot, because she just says, look, I, I understand. Humanus doesn't represent everybody, and I'm not I'm not judging. I uh, I guess I just want to know, how, how safe is this area? They've never done anything against the community center here. We're a little too public for them, you know, the It'd be bad PR. Yeah. But are people getting harassed or are my kids going to get into any kind of trouble if they're walking down the street trying to get to school? We don't hear too many things about people being harassed at schools. We'll get the occasional drunk asshole at night harassing one of the moms with kids or something like that, but usually never near the community center. Night errant is usually pretty quick on coming when we call. Every once in a while, there's a pro-human rally that happens but nothing nothing really abrasive too often at least not that we see boss nods and she says uh i guess that uh calms my nerves a little bit the other question that i had uh are you familiar with a company called verdon acres they they operate not far from here in a pretty big vertical farming structure yeah i've uh i've heard of the place Every once in a while, some people will come in with some produce or things to to support some of the events that we have, like when we have bake sales or build dinners for people to take home in the community. Somebody will bring in a bunch of produce. Somebody will bring in some meat. Somebody will, you know, and then we'll kind of cook things and assemble them in the packages and send them home with the kids to their parents. These are employees of the company that come in? No, these are other places that have donated food and she'll name off a couple of local small grocery stores. Oh, it's just their, it's their products. I got you. Yeah. Sometimes the, the local grocery stores will donate some food and it still comes up the Verdant Acres boxes. My understanding is that uh, Verdant Acres uh, employs all of Medi-Humanity. They don't uh, discriminate. Is there anyone from Verdant Acres who comes to the community center that I could talk to? Uh, not currently, no. There was um, there was a couple of families over the years, because they've been there a long time, that had kids that they had here that have since grown up and, you know, moved on and that kind of thing, but not in recent memory. I could do some looking if you are interested. How long would that take? Uh, maybe a day or so. I would appreciate that. I could always pop in again tomorrow. Like I said, I... I'm a little nervous about, about moving into this to this area. And you've done a lot of good helping me my concerns for my kids. 
I don't know, this whole mini arcology business with people living on site. Um, especially if, I mean, you don't see these people very often. It seems a little strange that they're not getting out into the community, right? Especially if they're hiring so many, so many people who might need your services. It's been a lot since we had anybody that had their families came by here that worked there. But with all of their internal housing, it makes sense, you know. I guess they might not need as much, maybe. Yeah. Well, I guess that's all I've got for the moment. I'll I'll pop in again tomorrow, and uh, maybe we can have another another chat. And if you find anything out, I'd love to hear it. Excellent. You know, you guys will involve in some small talk. She'll ask about your kids. Boz does that thing where she, like, covers a lie by being relatively truthful, and she talks about her kids, like, who they are. I don't think she gives any real names. But, like, yeah, since she's not a very good liar, she just gives as much truth as she can without giving away the goat. It's also the first time she's sat there to talk about her kids with anybody, so how does she feel about that? She's not a good enough liar to hide this sort of sadness, but my guess is that this lady's probably too polite to ask why, and like it's not super clear why she's sad. She tries to talk about them, and she seems happy. Like It's that sort of thing where like when someone talks about something they haven't seen in a long time, sort of deal, which is exactly what the case is. Like It's sort of almost nostalgic, like, Oh, happy memories, but oh, happy memories make me sad. Yep. But she'll just talk to you for as long as you're willing to sit there and talk. At first, Boz is like, I'm just going to like try to make this seem genuine and have a chat. But I think like she actually ends up spending like a good chunk of time there, like happy to talk about her family with some people that, in a way that's not weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's talking with a lady about her kids and she seems interested and helpful and it's almost like the first time she's gotten to get like a, a sit down with a, a social worker kind of deal. So she takes advantage without realizing it. You will find out that she also has a child that is in the same age range, but obviously not as developed because orc, you know, she just talks about kids, that kind of thing. Anybody have anything else going on? Eventually Mary Sue will wake up around 11 or 12 uh, and uh, probably reach out to everyone with, have we started looking into uh this company? You do have a giant data packet from Chuck. Can you just give me the abbreviated version, Chuck? <sighs> Mainly, what do I need to do? We don't know yet. Um, so, abbreviated version, Verdant Anchors, is a mini arcology. Um, it's going to be annoying to get in. Uh, currently, I'm thinking Quickway, their delivery company that they um, contract out to. It's a smaller company who might be able to leverage that connection to actually get physical access to them. Security is a little funny. I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of wired matrix stuff, so I won't be able to get access until you guys get physical access. Do they offer tours of the company? Do they speak to press? Do you see any press releases that they've done? Yeah, I'm I just I'm going through my notes here. I'm looking through it. Uh, yeah, no, no press releases that they've made officially. Uh, it looks like there's a, a matrix thing here, but that's not by them. Yeah, no, no tours. I mean, you could probably call them up. I don't know. You're the social person. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Yeah, you could pretend to be, uh, someone who is the manager at a, uh, super healthy fitness club or something and you want to buy food and make sure it's super healthy 
I might get you a tour. Because you want to do your inspection? Yeah, I'll think of something. Cool. Is that what you want to do next? You want to call them up? Yeah, I want to just call them up. Can't think of any reason why they wouldn't, you know, take phone calls. Or a business. <laughs> so it'll take you a couple of moments to get through some automated operator business. What is the reason that you're calling to talk to an actual person? Mary Sue is going to call pretending work for one of the TRID broadcasting networks. And she is a uh, production assistant. And she was told to go check this company out and see if it's worth doing a story on. You know, like a feel-good piece. We, we need that to, you know, mingle in and all the blood and horror that's normally shown. One of those garbage pieces of news that nobody ever reads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. So after a moment of waiting on hold, you will get a, hello, this is Mimi. How can I help you? Hi, my name is Mary, and I'm with Idea Exchange Network. And is this an actual place, or are you just making it up? This is an actual place. It is part of Horizon. Okay. How can I help you today? Well, see, my boss has asked me to come and tour your company and talk to some people about what it is you do there. I I don't really know. My boss just told me to to contact you and to go out and to see if you know if it was if it was going to be a good option to do a story on you know, for the network, a feel good piece, you know that that humanity changing the world kind of a thing. Would it be possible to come out, uh, you know, today or tomorrow? You just want an interview and some information? Yeah, just, you know, just walk around and look at the facility. I mean, I don't have to take any pictures or, or anything. I just, I'm just like the scout to like see if it's worth doing. And so I'm, I won't know until I go there and talk to people and check out the, you know, the space and make sure it'll work for our network. Well, that's a that's an interesting idea. Could you give us one moment? course take your time and a short while later she will come back on the phone we have a opportunity to set something up we can have one of our representatives meet you do a little lunch meeting have an interview and get to find out if this is the kind of exposure we're interested in well i can certainly understand that you definitely want to make sure it's going to benefit you and we would totally discuss the angle you would like to, you know, be portrayed in. Obviously, we want you to have a say. We want you to feel good about this, too. We want you to benefit as much as we benefit. So then she'll just kind of get into some of the planning logistics for a little lunch meeting. For you, how many people are you going to bring? That kind of deal. I'm thinking maybe just a camera guy just to kind of discuss, like, where to do the shoots. And a sound guy, just to make sure the acoustics, you know, with some of these facilities. I was in this factory one time. Oh, my gosh, the noise. I, I, I didn't have a sound guy, and I didn't even think about all the noise in the background, and it was such a pain. And Oh, it was it was a big mess. So if I could just bring a camera guy and a sound guy, that would be great. That seems doable. We will send along details for where you can meet our representative for this meeting. Oh, my goodness, Mimi, thank you so much for all of your help. I look forward to coming out there. I look forward to meeting you in person. I think this is going to be great. I think this is going to be a, just a great opportunity for Verdant Anchors and, and you know, a way to really show people what it is you do. So they give you an address that you guys set up a time for, and they set you up for a business lunch meeting at one of the fancier restaurants. Okay. One of the ones that they have been working with for years, this 
It's one of the things they tell you about. Okay. But it is not on site. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Who are you intending to take? And this will probably be tomorrow because you're calling them after 11 o'clock or so. So setting up reservations, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to send a DNI out saying I can bring two people with me. Who wants to come? Let me know. And then I have to make another call. Did you give them the specifics that one of them is a, air quotes, camera guy? Yeah, I can bring a camera guy and a sound guy. I don't know who should do what. I'll leave it up to you guys. If they want to be believable, probably not Boz. <laughs> I feel like it'd be good to have Chuck inside because he can do stuff. And mm-hmm. also if RC's, hmm, I was going to say RC should go in, but RC can also just like plant a uh, fly spy and do stuff from a drone. Mm-hmm. Chuck could just walk, you know, do the old walk the flash by in trick. So then we're thinking Michael and, and Chuck? Yeah. Okay. That way he can at least assess and see if there's anything going. He can also Ooh. go invisible and maybe go do what we need to do. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Plus, Michael can hold a really big camera with the best lenses. <laughs> best lenses. <laughs> okay. So racist. So once they determine that, Mary Sue is going to need to call Morgana. Okay. You're calling, you're not just texting her? No, text her. Okay. Send a message asking, can you get me credentials for the Idea Exchange Network, or at least something that can pass for credentials? So you're looking for a fake SIN with some fake mm-hmm. licenses? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are we going to need one for each of us? No. I should be enough. Can you roll me 18 dice? She can have that to you tomorrow morning. Great. She could probably have it delivered to you, because I imagine at worst it's like a data chip. Mary Sue will give her the uh, address of her place. Morgana will also ask how you're doing. Just fine, working again. It's good to keep busy. Mm-hmm. Just thumbs up, imagey. Michael, you got anything you want to do? No, I figure Michael's probably nursing a hangover right about now. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's nursing the hangover? Yeah, because he didn't realize that, you know, Hurlg and the Synthal that we particularly got <laughs> did not mix well. So, yeah, he's probably nursing something about right about now that's not agreeing with him. Liquor to beer, have no fear. Yeah, I kind of did it the other way around. So things you're going to see just over the next 12 to 15 hours just scoping this place out. You're going to see one 18-wheeler-sized truck from the delivery company pull up. The 18-wheeler is there for 7 to 10 minutes, which you being a drone guy, you could presume that's probably about as long as it takes for it to load up with automated drones bringing packages out and putting them in there and driving away. There'll be a smaller, basically bulldog step banner, personal box truck. You see the driver come out, get a little hand truck, pull a pallet that was waiting for him, and then load that up by himself, and then he'll drive that off. On the roof, you're not going to see anything exciting. In the middle, there is an area that is designated for a helipad, and then across from that, there are what looks like flat doors that could open up and out in case you know stuff's coming in off of a helicopter or something like that. You know, like when you walk down the street and they have those doors in the sidewalk that go down into basements of buildings? Yeah, the elevator-type doors. Yeah, it's like that, only large freight elevator-sized near the helipad. Any other outside-based information you guys would like to know? I'm, I'm, cause I'm good for now. I think we'll have a good time when we get a drone in there. Hopefully, maybe, if it happens. If it were to work out. A couple of things. Is it in a rural area? 
it is in a more rural area, as if somebody bought up farmland from somebody else and then stacked that farmland vertically. Okay, so there's no buildings within, say, 100 meters? Probably not, because at the worst, it's going to bump up against other farms, which aren't going to have a lot of buildings. Okay. Can I get some information from person come back tomorrow? Yeah, I guess we could do that. You're going to your meeting with the Mothers of Metahumanity people. Mary Sue, Chuck, and Michael are going to her meeting with the Ferdinand Acres representative kind of around the same time because they were going for lunch and I guess just kind of the time that Boz gets up slash goes back because she didn't really give you a, hey, come by tomorrow morning and I'll have stuff for you. It was just kind of drop back by. So I imagine her coming back around the same time that she was there today. Yeah, like probably like 10 o'clock kind of thing. It'll be the same situation, more or less, that you came into yesterday. You'll notice a lot of kids are the same, but there's kids that weren't here yesterday that you also see, an adult or two. Aubrey will see you and kind of wave to you from across the room, motion for you to meet her by the door back to where you guys went the other day. Bob smiles and immediately heads over, pulls her coat over her arm, very polite. She immediately steps in and she says, uh, it's nice to see you again. Uh, thanks for doing this for me, by the way. And uh, she sits down. It's, it's no big deal. Uh, let me just coffee or soy calf again. I've already had a coffee this morning. I probably shouldn't double up. She's going to be a big smile. I I need the energy to keep up with the kids, you know? Oh, I can understand. So, uh, what'd you find out? She'll put down a, a little data chip here. She sticks in her comm link and, like, brings up the information. But, you know, it's sort of one of those things where it's like, okay, there's some information here. I'm just going to, like, scroll and I'm going to, like, keep looking up at her and sort of, like, expect some verbal information. Looking at the information real quick, you will see that Mimi is a Koboro Kuru, the Japanese dwarf meta variant. And the name on it is a Mimi Chin. Okay. She has a child by the name of Takaharu. He's on his own. He still lives in Seattle. Mother was a Japanese immigrant 20 years ago. Okay. Her son was really young. She came over. And the son now works at Verdant Acres? Is that the idea? She works there. She. Oh, she still works there. Started working there a couple of years ago. Prior to that, she was pretty active in Mothers of Metahumanity because they helped her out when she first came over, helped her to get better at English because her English wasn't great when she first came over. They care for her son until he's aged out of the program and started doing his own thing. Gotcha. So this, uh, uh, this lady, uh, Mimi, I, I can, I could contact her. Is this her contact information? This is the last information we had for her, which sadly predates when she was hired on and started working there. So nobody's heard from her since she worked there. We have people all the time that stop coming for one reason or another, you know, age out and then never call back to us. So we don't really follow up on people. I guess that makes sense. What about her Her son? Does Is there any information about him? I mean, I'd, I'd like to get in touch with her, but it may be... Talking to her son's the best way to do that. Uh, he was he was a troubled boy, always in and out of trouble. Uh, never he didn't start any trouble here, but outside of here, he'd get in fights and he'd get in a little bit of trouble with the law. But he was a juvenile until recently. Um, I haven't heard anything about him, but I'm I know he doesn't live in the area and he hasn't been here in two years or so. Uh, all right. You have a picture for him. He is also, it's a couple of years ago from when he was in the programs and stuff. He is also a Koburukuru. 
and there's not too many of them here in Seattle. So if you wanted to, you could spend some time to track him down. Okay. She might do that, but that might be easier. I think she might get in touch with Chuck uh, for that in a little bit, because I think you'll have an easier time doing that sort of searching. Buzz just closes the information on her comlink, and she says, uh, thanks, Ed. It, it does seem a little weird that these people who work at this place just seem to drop off the radar so much, especially since it sounds like this place meant a lot to her. But uh, I mean, I guess that sort of thing just happens. And she asks her, uh, I really appreciate what, you, what you're doing here. Um, and I was wondering if there's, uh, if there's any way that I could uh, potentially volunteer to help out uh, on a regular basis. She looks a little surprised because you're just, you're some random person, right? And you were here asking some questions about the community and stuff. And now you're a second day here and like all of a sudden looking to, to dive in head first, it seems. And she would be happy to have your assistance. Do you want to go into some detail or are you just happy to sit down and have a conversation for a little while with her about stuff? Yeah, I think the gist of it is Boz is actually thinking of moving to Snohomish. She needs to get out of her head a little bit, for one, because she is living in a shack in the woods right now. And although that felt like the place that she needed to be at the time, like it's fairly obvious that it's not doing her mental health any good. She had this story about moving to Snohomish, and then as soon as she left the place, she started to like look around and realize like this is a community that she feels like she could help with. She has this sort of mothering instinct that she's very bad at and mostly just pushes people away. <laughs> but she, uh, I mean, to just like live in a place where people are kind of having a hard time and there's some conflict and she's familiar with this kind of conflict, she feels like she can help. She might be better off spent here doing that than holed up in the woods. And I think that's kind of maybe not in so much detail the story that she gives. And I think she also admits that she wasn't entirely honest about her kids. And I think she tells Audrey that uh, she separated. She doesn't have custody of the kids. And it was more expressing a hope that one day that she could bring her kids here and feel safe to have them here. The lie is becoming a little bit less and less of a lie. As she tries to sort of get comfortable with it. Meanwhile, what's everybody else doing this morning? And who's actually getting up at a at a morning time still? Oh, I wish I could have had that back. Damn it. <sighs> Boz wanted to check some stuff out uh, at some point. Hit hit the hay is when you go to sleep. Hit the brakes. Hit the brakes was like, it's like, you know, you're walking down a brick road or something. Yes. Yeah, that's what Yes, we need idioms for that very common occurrence here in the U.S. What with our brick streets and <laughs> alcoves. Hey, there's brick streets around here in Cleveland. Just they're not super common anymore keep tearing them up. Uh, there was at least one of them in Philly that I know of. It's all cobblestones and shit. Apparently it means get lost according to Urban Dictionary. Right! Exactly! Hit the brakes! Get lost! I was getting lost. 
you, you could use it offensively, like, why don't you hit the brakes? But I do wish I had that back, like, in character. Like, no, hit the hay is the idiom for go to sleep. Hit the brakes means we get lost. Or hit the sack. Right, exactly. Which has hay in it. <laughs> Looking around, you will see there's no real uniform to the adults. Kind of volunteer and charity-run organization. Right. They have, like, name tags or anything? Probably an AR. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Useful. Good, good job. <laughs> oh, it's just their, it's their products. I got you. Does yeah, any they can? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. Does that I'm perfect that, that perfect pause where you just wait long enough and see if they're going to say something and you cut it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll think of something. Cool. God, she's back to being happy again. No, she's just doing it for Chuck to make him feel comfortable because apparently he seems to not be very comfortable with her. <laughs> Hello, this is Mimi. How can I help you? Hi! My name is Mary, and I'm with... Insert News Trid... No, come up with one. You make me do this shit all the time. Alright, hold on. The Seattle World News. Give you ten minutes, we'll give you the world. Do you have a... Hold uh... on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm looking. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I'm with... Uh, Idea Exchange Network. And is this an actual place, or are you just making it up? This is an actual place. It is part of Horizon. Okay. As per the No Future book. Oh, man, how Boom. how convenient that... Uh, what should we call it? Uh, it actually had some of that stuff in there. Unless you'd like me to go with PBN, the Public Broadcasting Network. Blech. No. We'll, we'll stick with Horizon, because they're, they're big... You know, hide in anonymity. If you want to be believable, probably not Boz. <laughs> well, I thought bringing a bodyguard or security would have looked weird. <laughs> Is that all she's good for? I got you. I don't know. I mean, last time I saw her on a job, she had a uh, rocket launcher in her hand, so. <laughs> uh, if you want to go ahead and roll me. Yeah, I don't have Morgana's connection. I don't know what her connection rating is. Yeah, it's the great thing about giving you guys a free fixer is you don't need to know. Okay. Kind of need to know to make that roll. Can I get some information from person come back tomorrow? Yeah, I guess we could do that. I was actually... I was actually... Okay, go ahead. No. I'm not going ahead this time. <laughs> I was actually going to try to use it for some, like, character advancement, like, a development stuff. Um, so sure. even if... I, I'm sort of getting the impression that this is a dead end. But there's not really anything here other than like what Boz is like morally uh, interested in, um, and that's fine. Um, I figure if there's anything like prepared for this angle, then you probably wouldn't have forgotten that she was supposed to go back. Um, but I do kind of want to like take like I'm, I think I want to do some stuff with Boz with this thing. I do have some ideas for some relevant information that you can get. Oh, okay. She has a child in the area. Thank you, random name generator, for giving me the name of Naruto. Yeah. Also gave me the name Bungo. Oh my god. I mean, I guess that sort of thing just happens. Okay, so this is going back to a conversation that Boz had with Scrapper that I don't think anyone else has heard yet. But she's been thinking an awful lot about something that he said to her. It's been sort of in the back of her mind. And we all know Boz is a little lost, and she's been sort of looking for a little bit of, of purpose beyond what she's been doing with the group and uh she came here yesterday sort of looking for information 
that was originally why she came, but as she told these sort of like little half lies to this this helpful, nice lady who's actually trying to be a, a good uh, contributor to her community, like Boz like started to feel like these lies were, you know, maybe not not lies so much. And she asks her, uh, so I, the lie is becoming a little bit less and less of a lie. She tries to sort of get comfortable with it. So yeah, Boz is... Uh, <laughs> some things have happened recently that have radically changed her priorities. And, uh... Aww. Yeah. She also hasn't been in, like, a lot of contact with the team. Um, she's been paying attention to the information that's coming out and stuff, but thus far they haven't really seemed to need her that much, and she hasn't come up with any any dirt that's been particularly useful. Um, but she will contact Chuck, and, uh... I don't know if we want to, like get together and do a, like some role player if we just want to like make some roles and you can info dump us on this guy uh I imagine around now Chuck is at that meeting yeah can wait so you might send him you know take the data chip you have copy paste send it to him looking for this guy and I imagine he will acknowledge it's receiving it and get to it after their meeting is over sounds good do you send it just to Chuck, or do you send it out to everybody? Just Chuck. Okay. Not at the moment. Alright, so we will pick up next week, or two weeks, with you having a meeting and getting a thing in the middle of it. Um, I'm good. Because there's... Okay. I don't know. I feel like there's opportunities for things to go sideways at that meeting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a katana. It is a reaping device. No, they're not. Trust your GM. Yeah, no, Chuck is bringing the katana. He needs it. Of course he does. Cool. I am (laughs) curious to see where this is going to go, because there's crazy things that could happen here. Because obviously, not all is is normal. (laughs) This is all super weird to me. I'm getting vibes. It's totally a cult. No, oh, it's not. It's an arcology. People go and live there. Maybe, they're <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. You're paired. You guys. Oh, it's it's Maybe the scattering oh. paranoia. For the record, for the record, the bo- the boss would like let the group know. I don't I drink Kool Aid. Uh, it's a little weird that like nobody from the community has heard from. Uh, I'm not huh? paranoid. Like, you guys are, pa- and even if it is, who cares? Bizarre. That's not her job. <laughs> that she's aware of. So, that information, I'd like that to be out there. When you guys are going in and, like, putting yourselves into the cult, you'll at least know it is a cult. (laughs) I hope there's something weird going on in there. That'd be fun. (laughs) I was totally thinking about bug spirits. Totally was thinking about bug spirits. Sorry, I was going to make a joke that they're actually all being turned into bug spirits. Somehow that's turning into a farm. You have to be careful. You can't bring it because if, like... I mean, if Rob was planning to have bug spirits, and now we've talked about bug spirits, and then Michael runs into that, oh. and I would like for it to be bug spirits. Oh, fun. you want Michael to blow up, don't you? On that note, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Uh oh. Later. Good night. Getting warmer. Have a good night, y'all. Go ahead, Boz. You're at the top. The role of Boz is played by Chris O. The role of Chuck is played by Thomas Brown. The role of Mary Sue is played by Jupiter Sanders. Michael is played by Todd M. 
RC is played by John S. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else. So, Sound Guy Oz here. Once again, the excellent music you've heard today was Eponema Daydream, produced by Bird Creek Royalty Free and found on the YouTube. Sound effects provided by freesound.org and by Sirenscape, all of which is covered under the Creative Commons license. Catch you next week.